Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Tom Wells here. Today is Tuesday, March 27th, 2018. For, or, yeah, for 9 p.m. Eastern Time, your third daily dose of happy for the day. We get three daily doses today. Three doses of happy on Tuesday. So we, we should probably call them Happy Tuesdays, Tom. What do you think? I think you definitely should. Yeah, that's a good Maybe name. Try to get Congress to pass a law, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd try to get this Congress to do anything, but that's beside the point. Well, that's true. I mean, it probably wouldn't happen, but good idea. But yeah, we got a happy Tuesday going on, and, and it has been happy. It's been happy all day long. We've had uh, really nice discussions and topics to talk about and so forth with Cindy and Wendy. And then today, you know, this evening with you picking up on the topic we talked about on Monday. And mm -hmm. it, it was a little bit unusual topic, the way you worded it. Uh, so I'm going to ask you. Oh, the way you, I worded the title. Yeah. So I, I'm going to ask you yeah. to kind of like reiterate that for those who may have missed the Monday morning podcast, because uh, it's, it's kind of. Yeah, amazing. I'll try to I'll try to sum up a little bit of what we talked about, and then you can tell me if we what all I missed. Okay. <laughs> but, um, Fair enough. But basically, uh, it, you know, I the title I picked was "It is not your subconscious mind. It is not your subconscious mind that's causing you your problems," and the reason I picked that is because. I, for one, have spent a good part of my life believing in the subconscious and the unconscious and, and that they have a tremendous unknown effect on human beings. <laughs> and so, therefore, in my own life, I've always sort of felt like, at least as an adult, that there's these dark recesses in me where um, unconscious beliefs and assumptions and opinions and things are, are lurking and who knows what all archetypal things are living there and that and that when I'm trying to live my life, they can pop up and sabotage my happiness. They can sabotage my relationships, my money making, my health, anything, because, you know, when you have an unexplained reason why you're going downhill or why you're not improving and why you feel stuck, you can say, there must be some really nasty stuff in my subconscious or my unconscious that came from my programming as a kid or from a past life. And it's haunting me and it's going to send me to an early grave or whatever, you know, whatever people feel. And, and there's a lot of people. I mean, I had an hour long talk with a friend of mine last night about this entire topic. And she and I are pretty much coming from the same background, you know, where we have felt a lot in our lives that we were the victims of our own subconscious mind. And so <clears throat> to be able to put as a headline a topic for this podcast that it is not your subconscious that's sabotaging you. I thought was a pretty bold thing to say because oh yeah, so many, so many people believe that. And I think if you talk to most psychotherapists, I'm guessing that they would not like somebody to be saying that to, you know, innocent human beings who are then going to get confused by the fact that psychotherapists, I guess, psychiatrists and psychotherapists deal a lot in the unconscious and the subconscious and helping people slowly unravel the great, um, pain that they uh, went through as a child or in their younger life or whenever they went through it from a divorce or an illness or something, and they're helping them heal by healing their subconscious and unconscious wounds and bringing them into the present and and all those different things. And, and I don't claim to be an authority on this by any means. And so take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been studying what's called the law of attraction through a lot through Abraham Hicks work and they are where I get these opinions from <laughs> and they have made it really clear 
to much my great joy and liberation that I am actually in control <laughs> of what's happening in my life and that I'm not the victim of these unconscious subconscious things. And why is that? Well, because if something's not bothering me at all, what they say is then you don't have to worry about it. If it's, if it is something important to you, it's going to eventually get bigger and bigger until it's on your plate. It's going to be in front of you and you're going to be dealing with it. But in the meantime, um, whatever you are feeling an emotion around, whether it's a happy emotion or it's a sad emotion or a troubling emotion, you know, what we call negative or positive emotions, it's like that those are things you can deal with. And if you would like to overcome or not be affected by the negative things in your life, the things that you call, you know, that bring up the emotions of sadness and anger and fear and worry and anxiety and, and feeling stuck and all these things that what they say is you simply have to recognize that pattern as it's emerging and ask yourself, what is behind this feeling? What's behind this feeling I'm having? Because in the way that Abraham explains it, if you're having an emotion, it's the emotion is your internal guidance system telling you whether you are aligning with your higher self, your source self, what some people might call God or, you know, the all that is, the you know, the universe, whatever you call it. Abraham calls it your source self. And so if you have a negative emotion, then it's telling you you're not that your source self is seeing that situation that you're in in a different way. Either that relationship you're having with a person or that thought you're having about money, that, that thought you're having about your health, whatever it is, if it's negative, the emotion is telling you that's not the way your source self sees it. And if it's positive, it's telling you that is the way your source self sees it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Keep on going because you got it right, you know. Um, and you don't have it wrong when you're feeling bad. It just means your source self is trying to tell you, you can get back in alignment with feeling good. And that's why the negative emotion is there. It's telling you do something different. So then the question is, well, what do I do? I don't even know why I'm feeling bad. It must be something in my unconscious. I would never choose to feel bad. And what they're saying and what the subject of our Monday morning program and tonight a lot is looking at is how do you become aware of what thought is happening that's giving you giving rise to these negative emotions, these bad feelings. And what they're saying is you can begin to catch these things in the early stages. Um, they give an example of Esther Hicks. She's watching um, this, one of her favorite programs on TV, one of the talk shows. And she likes watching the talk show because she really laughs and she has fun and it's a pretty good talk show, but she always watches it very carefully because when the host brings on a guest that she doesn't like, the way that that guest talks about life or talks about things in the world, she doesn't want to really go into that person's headspace and feel resistance to them because it pushes her buttons when the guy's talking or the woman's talking. So what she does is, all you know, she's enjoying the show. She's enjoying the show. All of a sudden the host says, and our next guest is, and if it's somebody she doesn't want to hear, she just turns the TV off. And what she was telling that example because she's saying that's what we need to do with our thoughts that we need to recognize when a thought is taking us down a path that doesn't feel good then we 
can we can turn our thoughts more in a direction of what we would prefer instead, which is the entire practice of the law of attraction is turning your thoughts from what you don't want to what you do want. So when you're starting to feel thoughts that are saying, you know, you know, God, I'm really worried about how I'm going to get enough money. You know, the rent's due in 10 days and I still don't have the full amount. And I've got that other bill for the electric and what am I going to do? And, and, you know, I just hate not having money. And so all those thoughts are taking you down the path that is going to lead towards more of the same, because when we get into a negative spiral, a negative way of thinking, um, one negative thought leads to another negative thought. So what you want to do is start thinking thoughts of, you know, well, you know, I know I still have 10 days left and, you know, it's worked out every other month. I'm going to make it work out this month. And you start thinking positive thoughts, you know, there's, there's gotta be a way I'm going to get this money. Oh God. Yeah, that's right. Maybe I can call bill. He helped me out last year. You know, I, I haven't been in this position for a long time. I'm going to call bill. In other words, you start thinking of some, some positive thoughts that lead you to a better feeling inside yourself because one better feeling thought will attract another better feeling thought. And before you know it, you're feeling better and good things start happening in your life when you're feeling better. So, so, so it all it all stems from getting away from worrying about what's going on in your subconscious mind. Yeah, when and not believing that there is this boogeyman in there. You know that there's this there's these things that are in our unconscious and subconscious that are just beyond our control. But you know what the the reason it feels different different I mean difficult is because we we say well I must be creating these these terrible feelings, these bad feelings from my unconscious mind, because I sure wouldn't do it consciously. So it's it, this isn't what I want in my life. So why would I why would this be happening to me? You know, this is I've been having this pattern happening in my life for 25 years, and it just keeps sabotaging my life. And it, it just keeps happening to me, you know, or I've been sick with this thing for so long, you know, why? You know, I don't know how I'm causing that, you know, why? Why would I? Why would I ever choose that? And what Abraham is saying is that, you know, relax a little bit and accept the fact that that's just the way it is. We are choosing it, but we don't recognize how we're doing it. That's all. We just don't recognize that there's a thought there because the thought has become so habituated. It's so subtle. It's so quiet. We don't hardly notice what we're saying to ourselves or what, the, what we're feeling inside the kind of the vibration that we're coming from is maybe a vibration of, of, of lack or a vibration of feeling defeated or a vibration of feeling hopeless or a vibration of feeling fearful, um, you know, that, that we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough, you know, we don't, we don't feel happy enough about who we are. And all those things just make it, we don't, we don't subtly notice that we have a whole pattern of thought that is actually can be changed. And that's what they're saying and then tonight I have some new ideas on how you can change that. Oh, what what kind of ideas do you have? Is this, or, or am I cutting into it too quickly to ask you that? No, uh, you can go right to it. Um, or you can. Do you have any other things you wanted to add to what I was saying? Well, I I think I agree with what you're saying. the The only thing that I'm wondering about, and it's something that I can't remember what the source was. Um, for whatever reason, when I am um, let's see, how do I say this? Whenever I am focused on the subconscious mind as the subconscious mind, as it's usually presented by 
uh, Jungians and so forth, uh, you know, traditional psychotherapy, then I agree. I mean, I'm focusing on the wrong thing in the sense that it's not going to actually get me to a positive place. Now, what it may do is it may help me to at least get unstuck from a negative place. But what may but, what may help you? you know, the, the the psychotherapeutic process that that mm -hmm. is that's part of what that's designed to do. Um, on yeah. the other hand, it really depends a lot on who is doing the, the who is providing the therapy. Um, because mm -hmm. there are therapists who will, um, well, Sean Aker described it best. I don't know if you've seen Sean Aker's TED Talk, but in the TED Talk, no. it, it, it's a really funny one. I really strongly recommend you, you check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's okay. only, about, only about 10, 12 minutes long. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the things that he talks about is how that when you go to see a therapist, they don't want you to come to the therapist with one problem and go away with one problem or even a problem solved, they want you to go away with 10 problems because that way you're <laughs> a client for life. <laughs> so that's one form of psychotherapist, right? And, yeah. and it's true. There are people who, have, who go to the same therapist for years and years and years. They make no progress whatsoever. But, mm -hmm. you know, they, and usually it's the, uh, I can't think what they call it. It's the, it's basically the method where um, talk, the talking therapy, the, the talking therapy, right? And so you basically talk about whatever you want to, and and the therapist never holds your feet to the fire or anything like that. So you just keep going on and on and on, and spinning your wheels. Well, that's one form. Another form, the kind that uh, Louise used to practice when she was in therapy, was basically the hold your feet to the fire approach, which is okay. Uh -huh. We've identified, you know, what's going on with your life. We've identified maybe something from your past that that's impacting you. Now, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, enough of this. Okay, we've been swimming around this for a long time. You know, we've talked about it. We've desensitized. What's it going to take to move on now? You know, so mm -hmm. so there's two different ways to to deal with uh, the psychotherapeutic approach. I think, and the second one I think has merit. But what psychotherapy won't do is it won't teach you how to get into a happy place. Hmm. It, and there are therapists now who are also becoming law of attraction coaches. Many LOA coaches are also psychotherapists. Mm -hmm. And they're doing that because they're recognizing that it's not enough to just get at the root of the problem and get it out. You actually have to get the, the client to a positive space. Yeah, That's what Abraham has been talking about. And that's what yeah. I think the good LOA gurus talk about, how important it is to get you into that positive space from that negative space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in, there's in a whole new sense. branch of psychology that does nothing but focus on positive or not nothing but that, but that's what they're, instead of focusing on all the dysfunctional aspects, they focus on, you know, what, how do you, how do you focus on positive positivity and go directly there? Uh, now I want to interrupt if I can for a second, oh, please, uh, because we have a listener tuning in who is looking to join us on the program. Uh, it's actually my friend Lucy from the Hartford area, and she's yeah. saying she's having trouble hearing me on Zoom. So I don't know if she's going to hear this or not, but I'm going to unmute her, and we'll try to bring her into the podcast because she typed to me that she's got some pretty cool news. Lucy, can you hear me? I can. I fixed it, and thank oh, you. Oh, good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I am doing extremely well, as you might imagine. With I can all imagine this, uh, new manifestation skill. Yeah, and I can tell from the chat note that you put in that you've been applying it. I won't give away yes. your your news. I'm going to let you tell the news. What's the news? Wait, first I want to say hi to Tom. Oh, sure. Oh, Tom, hi, hi Lucy. Yeah, hi. Thank How you. How are you? 
I'm wonderful. How are you? I am so good. I just want to say I didn't get to say much to you last time because I was just so enamored with the idea of being on a podcast. And, uh, <laughs> That's yeah, great. But, right. Like your voice is super relaxing. Oh, really? Oh, it, that's it, nice to hear. It's, it's soothing. And oh, I actually cool. have a note about like my my take on why relationships might be something that is being drawn to you. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll, I'll mention that later. Great. So I manifested a job, not just any job, because I already had a job, but I, I, um, there's a, a state regulation that requires me to have my bachelor's degree within a time frame that I, it didn't make sense for having a full-time job and finishing school. And so I started thinking about going to school full-time, which means I would need a part-time position. And I kept saying to myself, then I need a part-time position because I'm going back to school. And part of the issue or part of the situation, I should say, is that my, um, my industry, uh, early childhood, hmm. has um, grants that pay for school. So right now, school is free under certain circumstances of me being in a position. So I can't not work and go to school. So I have to maintain some type of position. So mm -hmm. I manifested the job that I wanted at mm -hmm. the place that I wanted. And there was not even supposedly an opening. Ooh, that's oh, nice. Congratulations. That's a great story. So it's going to be And we'd love to hear how you did it. <laughs> um, so much like the relationship, I, which, I forget which woman it was who, who joins you that discussed um, part of a relationship is that there's a previous meeting between the two individuals before anything actually happens. Um, I met the director of this place that I'm going to be starting working um, a year ago. And mm -hmm. I liked her charisma. It's almost as if she knew a secret herself, right? Mm -hmm. So she was more of a coach than a boss. And she was a speaker at a class that I was taking. And immediately, a year ago, I said, I want to work for her. So it started a long time ago. Wow. Um, and then I moved to the street that it's located on. And so it's across the street from my house. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Manifesting. <laughs> Literally across the street from my house. Wow. Well, so, you should be running this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a joke for you. It's a pretty funny joke. Yay. How do I, and, and at first it started as, as a real question, and then I laughed at myself. <laughs> Please tell me, how do I become a law of attraction coach? What would be yeah. the answer to that? <laughs> you live the law of attraction. If you can't manifest that, you don't need to be one. Like that, <laughs> yes. That, there it is right there. So I've, I've been kind of playing around with that idea. Just manifest it. Just if you manifest have it, it, it'll happen. Right on. That's right funny. On. That's um, great. So, yeah. So, that's my news. And it's really cool. And now I'm telling everybody around me who will listen. Just like, listen, this is how it happened. Try it. Just that's try great. it. That's Just great. play with it. Yeah, well, you sound like you really are understanding a lot. Is it happening in other areas of your life? It has. And and so before I played, well, before I set more 
I guess, um, serious intentions about the, the career and the educational guidelines or, or not guidelines, but goals. I played around with um, how my relationships are and I reflected a bit on how I used to play with intuition as a child. And so just getting back in that belief mm. mindset and vibration. But mm. I honestly think I'm one of those people who I never really lost touch with it as a child because I've remained close to children. And I've, mm -hmm. I've always believed that they kind of held secrets from us about how the world should be. Yeah. So getting back to that place and kind of dealing with negative talk or dealing with doubting beliefs, I catch myself immediately. Um, mm. And I, I, I really only recently started playing around and, and it took, it took, there's been some discussion about the difference between action and work within mm. some of the recent podcasts. And so it didn't take work in terms of challenging tasks or or even thoughts that were energy draining but it mm -hmm. did take a lot of time but all of the time spent on thinking about those those things that I wanted to happen was was all excited feelings through the whole time I was mm -hmm. just like yes this mm -hmm. is not only possible but it's also real. Thank you, Walt, <laughs> for continuing to. It's almost like I have a cheerleader when I tap into, you know, when I log into uh, listening to the LOA today, because mm. it's just like a, it's almost a coach in and of itself. Mm -hmm. The day you guys end this is the day you will have more clients because everybody who listens to it <laughs> will just need a coach. <laughs> So I'll just be like, if it's not on, I need a personal, you know, coach. So yeah. the master plan is working. We're addicting everybody to feeling good. I love it. <laughs> that what it is. Oh, boy. Well, the cat's out of the bag. There we go. Well, it sounds um, like you really, uh, if you, it, that you really understand this thing of catching your thoughts with your intuition, telling you, you know, ahead of time, which direction you really want to go. Right. I, with, I've been thinking. I've, yeah. And it started not even with law of attraction, but with interrupting um, traumatic memories. So mm. a pattern of reliving a traumatic memory when something triggers me. Um, most of that has I've, I've learned strategies to deal with that in the, the psycho part of it with the therapist thing. All of that was really cool. Um, but I learned that interrupting the thought was first. So, you know, recognizing what's happening was huge. So I have some of that practice already in my back pocket. Mm. Um, and one of the things that I kind of was was focused to have relief in was the fact that I was able to acknowledge it and like say to myself that because I've acknowledged it, I have the ability to change it and just mm -hmm. that choice rather than no choice at all was supposed to be um, like step one, just, just take time and sit in that. But I've within the last week or two, I've kind of applied some of that to, to this because there's still a lot of transition that needs to happen within school starting and 
money being transferred in all the right places and all the right time. Um, so worry still tries to creep in. And rather than catching my thoughts and saying, I can change this, I say, it's changed. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> right. It's, it's already changed. I don't know exactly what I'm going to spell out for how it's going to look. But in that moment, it's already changed. Not I, ha- I can change this. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, that, and then you're able to live in that place. Right. And it's almost a prompt to, to not worry about what it could have been anymore. I've already disassociated with that, that thought. Mm. And now it's a fresh start. It's changed. Mm-hmm. I get to say what it's changed into. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't come back up or it does. And then you just do the same process. So far, so good. It hasn't even come back up because it's such a happy feeling mm-hmm. for me to not have worry, even within that mental, um, I get what the imagery that has to happen in that, like some of that like almost I was almost fearing that if I couldn't put a whole picture together that it wasn't complete and wouldn't be strong enough hmm. so there was still picture um just with closure hmm. so like if I couldn't imagine whatever needed to happen that would cause me worry ending with closure then I then it was still something that needed to be worked on but hmm. even if I begin a new positive path that's all it needs yeah so it's well, like- you're, you're employing your intuitive child self right that part of you that knows how to just intuitively have fun or feel good is that right right, right. and yeah. and i'm all up and i i've been doing that for a long time just this this time it's with intention mm-hmm. um, and it's amazing. <laughs> it sounds like you kind of merged the. So can I tell you a little tidbit about the relationship? My my theory, and I'm sure you guys are going to have a lot of people just calling with just whatever kind of crazy thoughts about how things are connected. Um, I have not known of many men who who highlight relationships as what they advise on. So to mm-hmm. me, like that's what. And and also with your calming voice, like it's just it's also attractive. Just like a man who sounds trustworthy, mm-hmm. that alone, <laughs> you oh, kind of beat the odds right there. <laughs> so you think that's a good niche for me? Yeah. I, well, and it could be temporary. That's another thing that I was thinking. Like it could be mm-hmm. whatever vibration you're in now that's attracting that. That doesn't necessarily have to remain. Um. That was it. <laughs> mm, thank you. No, that's good. I love getting feedback like that. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, how you doing, Walt? I'm doing good. I was just going to say that it sounds like Did you... we lose Walt? Can you hear me? It's weird. Tom, do you want to run so by quiet. I wonder why he was so quiet. Oh, my goodness. You guys can't hear I'm me. I'm wondering if I can see if he's still here. He is. Testing one, two. Maybe you we can't talk hear too me. much. Oh I didn't goodness. think that was going to be his uh, his take on it. <laughs> no, Walt, just is maybe it's just an electronic problem. Perhaps. Well, I know that um, that you were that before I came on, it was I was having a hard time hearing um, what you guys were talking about while I was trying to log in. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what was it that you were talking about this time? 
Well, the beginning of the show, I was reiterating the things that we talked about Monday morning. I don't know if you heard that show. I did. And it was amazing. And I was hoping I would remember anything that I wanted to in order to mention to you, but it's gone now. That's okay. (laughs) I know that's what, that's what these shows are like. There's a lot to each podcast, but, um, I was just saying how the subconscious mind is a huge reservoir of um, unknown things that can sabotage us. I do. And, yeah. and that is something that Abraham teaches. And I was trying to explain how they look at it, you know, that it's, it's really just if, if thoughts, if, if thoughts aren't bothering you, then, you don't need to worry about them. And if they're going to eventually get bigger, they're going to get bigger. You're going to feel some emotion around them. And once you feel emotion around them, that's, that's your guidance system telling you whether you're lining up with your source self or not. And um, so if you have a negative emotion, you say, well, you know, there's something that I must need to know here. Way source sees this situation, and that's where you could you begin to notice the thoughts in the early stages, you know, and you can notice notice the thoughts more and more in the early stages if you're doing meditation in your life, and if you're staying, you know, like in a place of appreciation. Maybe you do an appreciation journal. You talk about things in your life that you appreciate a lot, and you do meditation. Then you're highly tuned, and when the thoughts come and the feelings come, you you more quickly recognize. Well, that's. I can see what I'm thinking there and I can see why that doesn't work. And therefore you can begin to think thoughts more in the direction that you want to go. Basically Abraham's saying that's how you deal with what we call subconscious. It's like, it's really just there. All these thoughts actually are conscious. We're just not aware that we're, that we're doing them. We're not aware that these thoughts are happening. And usually we're not aware until we have some momentum going and we feel bad and then we say, how did I get to this place where I feel so bad? Well, you got there one little thought at a time, but you don't notice because maybe you've been a person been thinking that way ever since they were a little kid, you know. And so they, they, don't, they don't notice that one thought leads to another leads to another. So Abraham's saying, you got to get really good at noticing how each thought is coming up. So if something's happening, you can say to yourself, why is this happening? Why, why is this particular situation coming up? And by asking that question, you can begin to then listen and, and ask yourself, oh, I guess I was thinking this particular thing that could lead to this negative feeling. And um, anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful subject because it's sort of like how to get very precisely aware in every area of your life of the things you're doing that could be sabotaging getting what you want and having the life that you really want. Yeah. I'm curious to, I will become aware of, I want to say, because obviously my inner self is, um, you know, whatever I need to see, but most likely it, it won't just be physical things that are changing mm-hmm. and, you know, and goals that I want to achieve. It'll be, you know, with deeper meaning. 
Yeah, and law of attraction is happening constantly. And it's and the beauty of it to me is that it all comes down to uh, if it feels good, you're going in the right direction. And if it feels bad, that's your emotional guidance system telling you that source doesn't see it that way. The beautiful thing behind it, behind this whole life is that it's all designed for our good. And that's not accepted in the general society all the time, that everything is actually happening ultimately for our good. But, but if we accept that, then we can say, well, then that's why I have an emotional guidance system. It's telling me if I'm on the trail on the path of my good or not, you know, or am I deviating? Am I going off on a tangent? And that's why I'm feeling bad. You know, am I, am I following a line of thinking that's, you know, that's making me um, attract more negative thoughts and more, and therefore more negative feelings. One thing that I love about all of these um, teachings is that it, uh, obviously it applies to everyone, but it also applies to all ages. Mm-hmm. So it's not one type of method for this group of people. And then you have to figure out what works for a different group of people. So I work with the youngest of people. And um, much of what I've learned, I just think about in terms of how children to relate to me, relate to each other, relate to themselves. And I'm kind of looking for opportunities to see organic behavior. We tell children no so often. (laughs) And a lot of it even just has to do with simple safety. Um, But I'm just curious as to how, how children live in a live in the now and live in their own desires and what that, what that might look like, what, what a parent child relationship might look like if this was society, you know, just what, what passions then if the child had to wait till they were out of high school to follow their dreams. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, that's, that's why Walt, Walt, are you there? That's why yeah, Walt created that beautiful school. You're going to have to come into the come back into the chat. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened there. But um, you know, he created this was had a big hand in creating this school, I guess, in his in that part of the country where um, you know children were given tremendous amount of opportunity to have that creativity fostered by the adults. And I think it's the future of our society, really. What you just described is that getting to the point where everything is designed for the children to flourish in their infinite capacities. You know, as an infinite being who came here to play on this planet, you might say, or who's who's here in this reality that we call the Earth, like what is their potential? They must have, there must be so much potential in all of us. And we're just now almost like opening the gates to a brand new world of possibilities. If we, if we let the creativity of each of us blossom, it's hard to say how incredible things could become, you know? Right. Because there have been systems that have been controlling and telling us how things should be for a long time. And a lot of those systems have been based on fear and and oh control God, yes. 
and discipline and all these ideas of like, you know, you can't let too much freedom happen. You know, you can't let too much joy happen. You can't let, you know, there's, can't let too much creativity happen. <laughs> right. And there, and, and through the history, the, the perception of people obviously has changed in every, every era things that were once held sacred are debunked. Yep. Um, and um, we don't always, you know, uh, learn from our history of, of success or failures. Um, I'm wondering about also ch- children just being allowed to explore and things like that in the in the within the realm of an unsafe society. And sometimes, I'm I'm sorry, Walt. Are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, now oh. I can hear you. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're back. I've been trying like mad to reconnect here. The, the I'll settings, bet you have. I, I don't know what happened here, but the settings went completely on me. <laughs> That's so weird. We but held it down. You did, and, and you did a great job. I've been listening. I just couldn't talk. <laughs> well, you know, that was that was the big revelation of tonight that I was going to tell. You know, that has to do with that. Well, then you did a good that's, job. That's why it happened, and I'll, I'll explain in a little bit, but Lucy's in the middle of explaining something. I'd, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to see. Now I want to know. Did you, were you going to say something about technology? No, no, no. I was, oh, okay. was going to say, you know, about a way that you can, um, you can, you can learn a whole lot about why things happen by asking the question, "Why this now?" It's like this amazing um, technique that that if you're that if we're ever confused about how are we creating our reality, we can ask, "Why would this be happening right now?" And then sit back and see what comes, see what our intuition tells us, see what our thoughts tell us, see what we notice, because that's telling us how we're creating our reality. And therefore, it's not our subconscious. It's not our unconscious. It's there's something definitely being shown to us in that moment. Like there's a reason that Walt's mic went out. Yeah, and is it that Walt's inner being will be the only one to share why or not share, but reveal why? No, I think we're all, we're all experiencing why, but okay. you know, we could put words to it or not put words to it. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I have my idea of why it happened, but I don't, you know, I don't know how, what you guys would feel. <laughs> Can you guys hear me still? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good. I, I knocked out again. I mean, there's something very strange with the settings here. And I think the answer to your question is the reason I couldn't talk is you guys needed to talk. The universe was saying, Walt, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was feeling. There were some, there were some reason this, this happened to me today with this um, friend of mine, this woman that I've been dating. This a weird thing happened with our email and texting where her thing she texted me started coming in on my emails and they were coming in in this weird way. And it wasn't happening with anybody else she was texting except me. And later on, I realized it's because we were, I was hearing what she was saying different than the way she was delivering it. And that's why it happened. Because when I asked why this now, it verified this feeling in me that she was texting me certain messages, but I was hearing them different than what she meant. Um, through my own filtering system, because in relationships, I filter 
based on what my expectations or fears are in the relationship. <laughs> anyway. That's amazing. Anyway, I think that's a lot, how a lot of things are happening. You know, they're, they're, law of attraction is always at work, and it's always reflecting back to us exactly what something that's going on in us, something that's up for us, is being reflected back whether we think so or not. But if we take the time to take a step back and ask, why would this be happening when we don't know, when it's not obvious, that we can actually learn a whole lot about what the universe is trying to tell us and what Abraham is saying. And it's always something for our good. It's always for our good. Okay. So it's my turn to share then because Go. it happened to me too. <laughs> and if it's good for all of us, then it's good for all of us. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. That's, that's pretty amazing. Um, I have always, well, a simple way to put what I was just going to say was I won an award for being the most optimistic person. Hmm. The reason I did was because in any situation that my, at that time, supervisor had, I would always shoot her the silver lining. And it would only be because I was looking at what was happening now. Like, mm. it could be this, it could be this, it mm. could be this, but it's this, you know, and she would always say, wow, you know, you always have the ability to frame things positively. And it's, you know, and it's real. Mm -hmm. So that that kind of comes easily to me. But I was going to say, like, it happened now. Yes. So that we could talk, but also so I could feel like I'm hosting a podcast. <laughs> exactly. It's giving you a tremendous experience of how present you are and how clear you are. Right? Is dope. Right? Oh, so dope. That's what, that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, so dope. <laughs> and now so, it's on the interwebs. Yep, and you can take it and, and you can sell it. You can you can say, well, here's me on my podcast if you want to listen to me on no. my podcast. My two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully more than that. It makes no difference. It happened. It happened. It happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you're, and you're as clear as we are. <laughs> or clearer. <laughs> Than me. Amen. Amen, <laughs> sister. <laughs> so I kicked out. Can you guys hear me again? Mm -hmm. You can. All right. Boy, this, this board is giving me a hard time tonight. And apparently I am supposed to be quiet. So maybe I'll just shut up and let you guys finish the podcast. I'll just sit out of it. <laughs> no, I think now it's time for you. Oh, We'd, no, like, to hear, we'd like to hear your input on, on anything that's been said. Oh, geez, I've been focusing so much on the technical, I'm not even sure I, I can give you an intelligent response. Um, what I I want to go back to is like the early part of the conversation and reiterate congratulations, Lucy, for what you manifested, not only with your your new job, which was fantastic, but also you've been demonstrating throughout the whole conversation a whole bunch of ways you've been really focusing on developing the skill since you and I and, and uh, Louise and Shane had our conversation a few weeks back, whenever it was. And so I just want to commend you for that. I think that's terrific. You're really making some great progress. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. You had a huge part to do with that. The podcast. I, I do like to look up other LOA things, but again, your, your layout of the personal stories gives um, context for how it looks for other people. And so I know, like, I don't have to ask so many questions about if I'm doing it right. If my intention is to do it right, it's getting done right. 
And I don't think I would have gotten that just from listening to the how-tos, the many how-tos that are available. Well, that's also credit to you, though. I mean, I'm glad we were able to help. Don't get me wrong. I'm very glad we were able to help. But this is your growth. This is your um, your, your moment in the sun, so to speak, and you're, and you're taking full advantage of it in every aspect of your life. You, you, you deserve to, like, reach around and pat yourself on the back a few times because you're doing a great job. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not only am I patting myself on the back, I'm looking for more opportunities to care for myself. That's another part of the the journey. Mm-hmm. In, in what sense? Um, when 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 putting on a new a new lens for how the world works, you have what's right in front of you, and then you have your surroundings. So I might have taken care of what was right in front of me with the job and the school, but now I could look around and see what other aspects of my life I can put this to use. And it is pretty, pretty uh, expansive. My, my new, my new way of seeing who I am and what I could do, what I could influence, but even just starting at home, and what my home looks like and how my home feels, that something so intimate and on a, on a different scale, you know, important, but overlooked. It was overlooked and it won't be anymore. Ha ha. I got flowers <laughs> now. Oh, I'm, planning a trip. Right. I'm planning a trip to go get some little cheap vases that are so gorgeous, but they only cost 25 cents at Savers or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So not only have you completely grown away from any concern about the subconscious mind, you are actively involved on the conscious level in a big, big way. And, and you're loving it. You're, you're, you're diving in. You're, you're jumping in with uh, full enthusiasm, which is the best way to do it. Yeah, because I, I believe it. I believe it in the real way believe means and the real way faith means, not like the faith kind of maybe it'll happen if I hope strong enough kind of thing. Now I'm curious with the, the massive uh, shift, the massive movement you've made toward really taking charge of your life. Have you also thinking about that expansive uh, realm that you were talking about? Have you also made any attempts to try to positively influence others, not through necessarily talking to them, but through the, the techniques that we've talked about with each of the coaches here on the show about just holding somebody in a positive light, perhaps somebody you've had trouble with or perhaps somebody who's having trouble just on their own, and you try to give them energy to help them get to a better place. Have you been trying that at all? I That was the first thing I chose intentionally to try, oh. and it was about two months ago, I want to say. Um. And it started with, I guess, like a few, a few direct strategies of saying, of wording things in the now. So character, um, I started naming characteristics of relationships and I started with words like reciprocal, harmonious. I was just, uh, um, I was sharing I was being grateful for those parts of the relationship that at that time 
were not as strong. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did that for about 15 minutes and I didn't even realize the importance of the, my, my emotional vibration at that time, but it was in a good place. Well, Um, yeah, if you're in gratitude, you're in a very good place. Right. I guess that all adds up. And I, and I was also humble um, because of the, it again, that was one of the first attempts. So I was also in a state of thankfulness that it was possible. So I was already in a state of believing, although I hadn't, although it was somewhat of a test run, most likely because as you know, I, I already knew that I was a very in touch with myself type of person. So it's a matter of just being intentional and seeing what the outcome can be in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So the day that I did it, it was like a morning. I took 15 minutes before anybody else got up that day. Those relationships were different. And in the coming weeks, rather than the relationships immediately changing dramatically, I was able to see how I influenced the relationships outcomes but in a very subtle way. So one of the words that I used was harmonious. So I learned that even in those challenging times, they were harmonious because my actions were creating and contributing to the negative things that were happening. And what happened was I recognized it. So I was able to change my behaviors without trying, I should say. It was just an awareness that hadn't been there before. Yeah, I like the word subtle that you used. I mean, harmonious is good, but I especially like subtle because it very nicely conveys the idea that when we're influencing somebody else, it is a subtle process. It's not it's not overt. It's not in your face in any sense at all. It, it happens so far in the background, the other person might not even know it's happening other than the fact that they see things improving in their lives. Yeah. And I brought it up a few after a few weeks and they were just like, oh, that happened. Okay. <laughs> this is yep. like, hey, I'm aware. You you know, hop on the train when you need to. I'm already there. Yeah, that's a cool place to be because now you have a tool you can use anytime you need, whether it be a relationship or maybe just somebody you care about who's struggling in some way. It has nothing to do with your relationship. They're just struggling. Because it works in those cases, too. And and all of a sudden, just by learning to apply that technique, so to speak, all of the people around you get to a higher vibrational level. It's cool. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. Yes. So All of that. Yes to all of that. So what you did, Lucy, is you, you wanted relationships with some people to improve. So you chose all the words that would represent that type of improvement. And you just focused on those ideas. I did. I I said I said I was grateful for you know the things that I wanted mm-hmm. and um and 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 I, I didn't just do it once. I did it um maybe a few times a week because I also I also believed that I didn't have to revisit it that that my 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 um my feelings toward it were stable even though I wasn't um, intentionally focused on it. Um, you were doing it in terms of certain people or certain relationships certain, between certain you people. and them. Okay. It was specific people, and and the relationship between you and them, right? Correct. Okay, got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like almost like segment intending. 
you know, what it they is. call it segment intending. Yeah. I've never heard of that. D- describe that. Well, just it's, fill it's, it in. It just means that let's say you're going into work and on the way to work, you say to yourself, what do I really want to experience today? And then you name some of the words. I say, well, you know, I really want to have feel playfulness today. And I really want to feel a lot of heart with the people that I communicate. And I want to, I want to have great communication. I want to have clarity and I want to, I want to have fun. I want to, I want to feel peace inside myself as I'm going through my day. I want to feel ease about the way things work out. And so you, that's called segment intending. You can do it when you're going to a party. You can do it when you're going to see somebody you love, when you're going to see a friend, when you're going out to eat. You know, it's like any time you can be intending for the next segment of your day. You can do it in the morning when you first wake up for your whole day, but then you can do it for a particular thing. Um, I do it a lot like I'm driving over to see somebody. and then. And then on the way, I say, well, what do I want these next few hours with this person to be like, you know? And then I just, I just, let, I just let it go. And I found that over the years of doing this, it really massively affects what my experience is when I get there. Because I, I, before I would go to something and I wouldn't, I would sometimes even have worry, you know, that something, you know, or my old anxiety from the old paradigm of believing that, you know, that I didn't, that I wasn't enough in a social situation or something, or that, you know, what if so-and-so doesn't, you know, says that same thing to me she said last time, and what am I going to say, you know, or, you know, worrying, you know, and instead just say all the positive qualities that I want to experience and forget about anything else except going there to have the things that I'm choosing to have. That's segment intending. It sounds like what you're doing with your relationships. Does that add up for you, Lucy? Lucy got muted. No, we lost Lucy. Let's see if I can unmute her. <laughs> oh, this must be a three-way thing where one person gets lost. Oh, there she is. She's back. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is. I, oh, what, my my original response was, I'm going to start doing that more. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's it's a, you know. Well, it's kind of what you did to get the job and everything, right? I mean, you, you vibrated with that, a knowing. The job came from... That came from my inner child hooked that up without mm-hmm. me, and I was just on board <laughs> as soon as I saw that it was a possibility, and I ran That's with really it. Cool. But this is a little bit more like I can intend, I can, you know, think about, I don't know, maybe there's really not a difference. <laughs> well, yeah, well cer- certainly not from your inner child's point of view. Your, your inner being uh, sees all of it very much the same way because your inner being is your connection to source energy, right? Exactly. And, and that inner being connection is where you are uh what's the word i want to look it, it it's where the the power comes from it comes through the inner being so anytime that you are putting anything out doesn't matter what it is you're doing it through your inner being whether you know it or not right. i mean we, you could even be focusing on like the outer atmosphere as you put it out but it's still going the message is going through your inner being amazing yeah, the inner being is pretty amazing, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like I should let you two go. Um, I hope any other LOA uh, listeners don't get don't don't stay away too long. Um, shout out to all of y'all too. All yeah. right. Sounds thanks, great. Lucy. Well, thanks Wonderful for joining us. Yeah, and can, good luck with the new job. I hope that really works out great for you. It sounds like it's a perfect 
situation in every way, but still, I hope it works out great. You know I'm going to keep you posted. All right. Very good. Well, thanks again <laughs> for right. calling in. You take Thank care. You. Say Have hello to Shane, night. everybody. Okay? You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was pretty cool. That was good stuff. Did anybody else send anything on the uh, chat room? Uh, just me. Try. I was trying to chat to you guys, telling you keep talking, keep talking. I oh, hear you. I just. I'm trying to fix this. <laughs> I don't have that screen up. Oh, I didn't. Ah, uh, that's why you didn't even see it. Okay. Well, that's all right. We learn. I, I have to ask you too. Uh, some. I mean, my computer is behaving very strangely. Um, I have hmm. a little. Um, sort of like a. It connects into my my clock. It's a. It's like an alarm alarm clock software, and it normally tells me like when. Well, like about 20 minutes through the show in case I want to put in some sort of an announcement about, you know, something coming up, uh, mm -hmm. a future podcast or what's going on with, you know, subscribe and share, whatever it might be. And then there's another one that happens about five minutes before the end of the show. And when the one five minutes before the end of the show popped up, it came up with this really loud klaxon like bells. I'm wondering, did you hear that? Um, Darn. I think I might have because it sounds really familiar when you said that. And I think I just like, I just totally um, nullified it in my brain, but I think maybe but, I did. But, but you did hear it. <laughs> I think I, I did, but I'm not sure. It, you know, because I know so the weird. sound that you're talking about. It's so yeah. weird because it's not supposed to. I had it actually set so oh. that there was no sound at all coming out. And in fact, I'm going to look at it right now. Mm -hmm. And let's it's, see, a, it's just, a Zoom feature of this. It's, no, it's not part of the platform. It's a special piece of software I have on my computer. Oh. It's just like a it's like a little alarm clock software, basically. Okay. Uh -huh. But it decided to basically wake up and make a lot of noise. I'm saying, who gave you permission to wake up? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, yeah, it, I think, I it's think just I, strange. I, think I heard it, but I, if it happened, it was when we were talking so intensely, Lucy and I, that I that we just completely. I completely bl blotted it out, but maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it's just in my mind because well, I know the sound you're talking about. And, and the really bizarre part, I just checked the settings and the volume setting is turned off. So it's huh. not supposed to be playing anything, but it came through anyway. I'm thinking, huh. okay, I, I think it's time to reboot my computer after the show. I think that's what it really means. <laughs> it's time for a reboot. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's all right. Hey, you know, it's, I, I, I really do believe that, what happened needed to happen so that you and Lucy could carry on the conversation. And, you know, yeah, it then was I ran eternal into some stuff, you know, that's, I right. went that's into that's coaching secondary. mode. <laughs> well, the two of you were really going off really good there. I mean, you were just, you, you were really diving into the topic and I, I kind of felt bad that I couldn't join in because I really wanted to, but mm -hmm. you guys are doing great. So, you know, actually maybe this is like the first step because one of my goals with the podcast is to get it to the point where I don't have to be in on every podcast. Well, right now I still have to be because I'm running this board, which is currently giving us a little trouble. But eventually I want to have the board available so anyone can run it. Well, maybe this is like the first little mini step toward that direction. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's good. It, it gave me some ideas of how maybe I could have a coaching podcast and um and then if people wanted, I could coach people on the air. And then if they wanted more coaching, they could, they could sign up for sessions with me. But um, yeah, interesting stuff. Well, it's been good. No matter how you look at it, it's been a good hour. Um, anything yes, else? Is. is there anything you wanted to touch on before we shut it down? We don't have the same kind of time limit we normally have, but uh, yeah. uh, if, if we haven't well, completely covered the topic, I feel I like, give a chance. I feel like I could make a, a little bit more clear about this stuff. Um, you know, that just that 
to get clear on what thoughts are precipitating what's happening to us is um, it seems to be that's the, that's the crux of, you know, not feeling the victim of something unconscious or subconscious is when, is that we can get good at it. And Abraham said, it's, it's sort of like if you, if you're noticing that this, this emotion is coming up and you can't, you can't pin it to some train of thought, you know, well, one thing you can do is say, why, why this now? That's a really good thing to do. Just say, why would this be coming up right now? But then you can go back and say, well, what was I, what was I thinking about when I started to feel this fear? What was I thinking about when I started to feel this sadness? You know, what was I thinking about? And, and they said, usually you'll find it. And that it's like, it's like touching around and finding a sore spot when, when you're one trying to figure out why does my, what's hurting in my arm, you know, and you mm. start touching your arm in different spots and finally you find, Oh God, there it is. <laughs> and then, <Yeah. laughs> you, you know, and then you kind of start rubbing it and, oh, you, yeah. and they said, and that's, that's basically what you do with, uh, your thoughts when you're wondering why you're having a, a, a bad feeling, you know, you, you sort of think, you know, you look around until you find, Oh, I know, you know, it's because I think I might be feeling sad about the fact that, um, I didn't get a call from, you know, so-and-so. And I, and I really did want a call from so-and-so and I thought she was going to call me. And I think that's really what's bothering me. And that, you know, and then you start seeing it and you start seeing how that thought led to another thought. Um, so, so, you know, they're just saying that if you're, if you're doing enough meditation and you're in this place of appreciation in your life, you become more and more sensitive. You're tuning your vibration to be sensitive to what's going on in your life. Just like Lucy was explaining, you know, she's really sensitive to what's going on in her life. That's the kind of person she is, but she's even getting more and more tuned to being that sensitive person. Mm -hmm. Then you'll catch, you'll catch these things. You know, you're, you're that kind of guy and I'm that kind of guy where I, I more and more I'm catching stuff in the early stages right? before it, you know, I can say, is this a beneficial thought? You know, I, how does, is this thought really serving me? And, and when we start asking those questions in the early stages, before it gathers momentum and becomes a problem and start showing up in, you know, ways in our life that we wish it wasn't <laughs> like say a health problem, you know, or it shows up as a problem in our relationship with a friend or our, our lover or something. Well, if we catch it in the early stages, then um, that's sort of like the key to becoming a, a master of the law of attraction, the master of our own life. Um, Cause then we don't have to go on the roller coaster so much of ups and downs and our life being so dramatic and, and confusing to us. You know, it's like, it's like we can become, we can become clear and, um, and see like, why is law of attraction presenting this to me right now? Mm -hmm. What's active, what's active in my vibration that would make this logical right now that, that this should be happening to me. And, and um, they say that eventually, and I'll, I'll end it here that, um, that if you keep asking, why, why would this be happening right now? That pretty soon you'll, your answers will become more, you'll start seeing that the universe is giving you every little indication for your good. That's what I was saying when I was talking with Lucy, you know, that, that everything that's happening, this is my main point of this whole, um, podcast on subconscious and unconscious is that the main reason that everything is happening to us when we get these emotional indicators, even when we don't know why it's happening, is that it's happening for a good reason. You know, in other words, our, our source self is trying to get in touch with us by bringing up 
the fear or the sadness or the anger, or whatever's coming up, because it's trying to tell us that there's a better way to think about this. There's a better way to go on the thing that's bothering you. And, and pretty soon you start seeing, oh, it's happening because I'm good. It's happening because I like good things. I like good things to happen. And because I'm powerful and, I, and I'm important and source loves me and I'm worthy and, and because good things happen to me in my life and things are always working out for me, like we were saying on the last podcast. And mm-hmm. so you start seeing that, 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 that everything that's happening to us is for our rejuvenation. It's for our, our resourcing ourselves. It's for our validation. It's for, you know, knowing more that life is meant to work out for us. So that's all I wanted to say is. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, I, I actually want to add something to that. Yes. A- as you were talking there and, and exploring really nicely the relationship between just simply focusing on, on what you want and catching it early and and uh, taking your mind off of the stuff that's not serving you and so forth. One of the things that kept coming back to me is something that's been coming to me in a lot of the podcasts we've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. It came to me with uh, with Wendy. Wendy's been talking about her Project X lately uh, over the last few weeks. And, and as she talks about that, it, it, it's occurred to me. It's occurred to me oh. when I've been talking with Cindy. It's, been, it's occurred to me each week when I talk with Joel, uh, with David. I mean, everybody that I'm talking to, the same thing com- keeps coming up. And that mm-hmm. is... One of the ways that we try to figure out how, and we just talked about how figuring out how is actually working against ourselves. One of the ways that we try to figure out how is we try to understand why something hasn't yet manifested. Mm -hmm. Because really that's what the how is all about in many cases, not all cases. But in many cases, wanting to know how is really wanting to know why hasn't it manifested yet. And, and how it, is is how could I make it manifest? How could I make it manifest, or, or or how could I do something different in order to allow it to manifest, or whatever? You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to understand so that it'll it'll now manifest. Yeah. And the the thing that has occurred to me over and over lately is that we need to stop looking for it to manifest. And that sounds so counterintuitive. It sounds mm-hmm. like saying, "Well, then I don't really care whether it manifests." But, but that's not what I mean. What I mean is when it shows up, celebrate it. Until it shows up, you don't worry about it. And when you don't worry about it, then you're less concerned about how is it going to show up? What am I doing wrong? And you're able to stay more on feeling good, feeling happy, celebrating, focus on you know the other person. If it's a relationship thing, hold them in the positive light. You're able to do all the things we talk about doing. It's only mm-hmm. when we get worked up about, well, why hasn't it shown up yet? that we lose our focus. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. That's the whole hour long talk I had with my friend last night. She was, you know, like I was, she was saying like, why is, why has this certain thing bothered me for so much of my lifetime? Why is it just, why don't I ever figure it out? Why does it keep happening? And why is it so difficult? And, and I said to her after she said a bunch of stuff, I said, well, I think, you know, that it's because you're, you're in that, that place where you, where you, you know, and Abraham said that so many times, the only thing standing between you and having the things you want is the part of you that worries about not having it. You know, the part of you that says, where is it? Mm-hmm. And the part of you that gets into thinking that there's something that stands between you and having it. And it's the thinking that something stands between you and having it. And then focusing on that, that makes sure that that thing will stay between you and having it. 
<laughs> and so they said it's as simple as that sometimes. But if you would do like what Lucy was saying, you know, just see it as already done. Just accept the fact that it, the thing is already there in my vortex. I just have to chill and let it come to me. Right. I just have to somehow quit jonesing about the fact that it's not here yet. You know, yep. and and of course, you know, we always wonder, you know, well, if it's yeah, but why is it taking so long? You know, <laughs> and that. And that's okay to, it's okay to ask that question, but you know, it still comes back to the same thing is you got to sort of know that it's a done deal. I mean, we could talk about this for a whole podcast, but you got to sort of <laughs> know, know that it's a done deal and relax about it and trust that, you know, you've made your ask, you've made your request to the universe, the universe is answered. You know, that's why Abraham said 100% of our job is receptivity to well-being, is to be receptive to receiving our good. And, well, you um, talked you talked about how it, important it is and to learn how to catch stuff early so that it doesn't mm -hmm. you know build up its momentum. And mm -hmm. I would put this thing, this thing of you know wondering it, why it hasn't shown up uh, lately, why it hasn't 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 shown up yet. I would put that into the category of something to catch early. Yeah, very good. Thank you. That helps me a lot. You know what I mean? I actually, I actually need that. Yeah, right. No, and, and, catch that one really early. Like yeah. Okay, every Start saying, oh, yeah, but where is it? You know, I wake up almost every morning with that, you know, that feeling in the pit of oh, my stomach. Oh, I do too. I do too. Where yeah. is where is the extra money I need? Where is the relationship I need? Where is the health? You know, why do I still have a little bit of a health problem, you know? And and that's why and, I bring it up, the fact that, I, like you, I also do the same thing. And I'm, I'm basically trying to put out on the public airways my intention to stop doing that. And to catch right it the next time I do it. So the next time yeah. I find myself wondering, you know, well, geez, this stuff hasn't shown up yet. When hasn't shown? Oh, oh, that's right. That's that thing I'm not going to do anymore. I already committed. <laughs> I said on the airwaves I wasn't going to do that. Well, I better not do it then. <laughs> yeah. I better shift my mind right now. I better actually find the thing that is actually the good side of it, the, the enjoyment of it, the excitement of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right. That's how you turn this around. I mean, this is the thought process I need to, to get myself into whenever I hear myself saying, why well, hasn't shown up yet? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's a tremendous amount of trust that the universe, that life knows what it's doing and my source self knows why it's giving me what it's giving me and that I can relax and that the more I get happy, the more I start to have fun, the more likely, like you were just saying, these these things I want, they're just going to flow to me. That's they're right. going to flow in their own timing. And it's a perfect timing, but I got to chill a lot. And it's like, it's this huge trust in life being a benevolent and benign process that's designed to work for us. Mm -hmm. And yes. as opposed to, because I was really realizing that today, like I've had for so long, this little, well, I used to have a big, you know, belief that, that life is a, is a crapshoot. You know, you, it, it could just as well work for you as it could send you to hell. You know, it's like, it could just as well, you <laughs> oh, know, geez. like things you could just as well have things work out really good, or you could be totally devastated. And, and it's sort of like, and I, and when I was reading this, hearing this stuff from Abraham today, and they're saying, they're saying, you got to understand that the entire universe is always looking out for you. And, it's all for you. The whole universe is designed for you. It's all for you. And it's all for your good. That is a huge acceptance. You know, like, really? The whole thing is designed for my good? And that, well, well then, you know, I'm free. You know, then I'm like a little kid. You know, I can just go, 
well, then I can really play. I can have a whole lot of fun because the universe has got my back. <laughs> it does. And, and more than that, what a phenomenal design. I mean, because, because it has to do this for everybody, right? Everybody has to have that same thing. It's for you. It's for you, Tom. Well, it's, it's for you, Walt. It's for you, Lucy. It's for you, David. It's, it's for all of us. That, that's exactly. a heck of a design. That, that's an it's incredible the, it's design. It's the dilemma I faced for years as a kid, which was how can Santa Claus get to everybody's house <laughs> yes, and give every Claus. kid exactly <laughs> what they want all in one night? It was like, but that's the way it is. You know, Santa Claus gets every house, he gets every kid, and every kid gets exactly <laughs> what they're supposed to have, depending on if they were naughty or nice, you know? And it's like. <laughs> well, that's what the movie ours, The Santa Claus proved, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So well, how, how, how does Santa get go into the house when there's no chimney? Well, a chimney emerges. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with the tool guy? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't draw, remember what his name is, but yes, that, that that's the tool guy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay. okay. Well, this has been great. Um, one last thing. If somebody wants that personal touch, how do they reach out to you? Um, I have a website called youarejoy.com, and that's the word, U Y O U A R E J O Y.com. And go there and look for the page that says uh, first free coaching session or first coaching session free. Forget exactly how it's worded. And you can sign up for a free coaching session with me, and we'll have an hour together. And if you want to do more sessions, then uh, you can sign up with me. Cool. Well, hopefully mm -hmm. next time I'll have these little technical glitches ironed out. I think a computer reboot will probably just take care of it, but I'll check it out anyway, just to make sure. And uh, so it's going to be all great next time. Uh, you and I, I guess we touch base next on Friday morning. So that's something to look forward to. And um, yeah. tomorrow morning, it's going to be Cindy Chavez. Uh, so listeners, uh, obviously we want to keep you listening throughout the week, but Tom, you and I will touch base on Friday. That sounds wonderful, Walt. Thank you so much. All um, right. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.